Um, for those of you who have probably have some experience in Feng Shui, if you've done Feng Shui Academy before or Feng Shui Mastery uh, programs, you would know that traditional, traditional classical Feng Shui is all about talking about huge landforms, right? It's about having the freedom or the choices of selecting best plots of land to build your house or to build, in the, even further than that is to build a tomb. Right, build a graveyard, right? So it's for generations to come. If you look at uh, the, the traditional art of feng shui, it's so traditional. It's about locating uh, where is your final resting place so that your future generations uh, would be, you know, kings and queens or, or somebody notable and very powerful. So yin house feng shui, it's about generations, it's grand applications. And of course, that also extends to um, where people have the money, they could buy big plots of land to build their uh, buildings, their homes, their, their development projects. You know, there's, there, it's all grand applications. And of course, um, the traditional art of feng shui is also used for sacred places. Sacred places like temples and uh, meditation uh, places. They want to find where the nice caves are or the nice uh, power spot is, the meridian spot, so that they could uh, activate all their chakras and penetrate to a higher dimension of, of, of uh, consciousness by using uh, the energies of the environment. So the ancient feng shui practitioners go to very extensive uh, uh, land, uh, extensive search for sacred places, okay? Um, in our courses as well, we have done that before. We've uh, back in the day where we are, we are traveling, we have done feng shui excursions. We've brought students to the sacred places where they have maximum concentration of divine energy, right, or, or prosperous energy. Where the students or participants were sat in the what we call a meridian spot. If you don't know what a meridian spot, it means a power spot on the location, and they literally could feel the feng shui, feel the energy. Okay, so those are sacred places. And then, of course, as we evolve in the system, uh, people who live in houses, right? They can't change houses. They can't. They can't change apartments. They can't change their flats, right? They can't change their their, their units, their HDB, you know, small little uh, uh, restricted space. But yet, they need accelerated results. So you can't just say, "Let's go look for the nice landforms. Let's look for the nice river." I mean, how many people can have river views, right? Or mountain views, or be in that location because the prices are too expensive. But yet. How do you get results? So the system of feng shui, the application, not the, not the theory, not the principles, the application has to be modified okay, to get the best results. And of course, we can't just say modify for the sake of modify. We got to also see the results. We got to also see whether or not you get the, uh, the outcome that you want. All right? and, and as you know, uh, spaces, land, uh, uh, best units, houses, they're all scarce. It's not easy to find, right? Even if you find it, it's too expensive. How many agree on this, right? You agree, right? It's too difficult to find. So, and new spaces is impossible to find, right? So, how do you make use of what you have? So, we call this the micro system of application of feng shui.